Hey everybody, Ted Forbes. Welcome back to The Art of Photography. If you are a film nerd, this video is for you. We're gonna get back into doing some darkroom stuff in the next couple weeks, and I wanna start today with a review of a developer that I bought a couple weeks ago online from a company called New55, and the developer is called R3 Monobath. And I wanna talk about what a monobath developer is. I wanna show you some images. I wanna show you how to develop with it, what it is and what it isn't. Um, I went ahead and ran a test roll, a couple test rolls of Triax through my Hasselblad to try this out with, and it was very pleased with the results. It's a beautiful developer. It's a very high contrast developer, so you have nice crushed blacks. You do lose highlights, so your exposure needs to be pretty on because there's not a lot of latitude once you use this developer. Um, the grain is gorgeous. Uh, it's Tri-X, so it's pretty much what you'd expect from a grainy process of Tri-X. It was really nice, and uh, we're going to talk through the process and talk more about these images in a second, but I want to talk about what a monobath developer is first because it's kind of an unusual concept from the norm. And if you've ever developed black and white film before, you know that there are three chemicals traditionally that are used, a developer, a stop bath, and a fixer. And there's some other optional chemicals that you can use as well. But anyway, my point is that there are several processes and several baths that the film must go through to become developed. And with monobath, you do all of this with one chemical solution, and it's pretty interesting. If you've ever shot instant film before, you've probably used a monobath and not realized it. That's kind of how Polaroid and Fuji and all these, uh, these brands work, is that particularly with Polaroids, uh, there was that little strip at the bottom of the image that contained chemicals and when you made the exposure it ran that through a set of rollers which broke the chemical compound, spread it through the film, and within a couple seconds or however long it took would develop the image. Now New 55, who is manufacturing the R3 monobath mono developer, um, New 55 was a Kickstarter project last year. They are in business now and they are trying to recreate a film that has the same qualities as the old Polaroid Type 55 and they've called their company New 55. Now, why would they release a monobath developer? Well, if they're doing instant film, they need a monobath to do that with. And I think it's really interesting that they release this and uh, for consumer use. I will have links in the show notes to everything if you want to check it out for yourself. It's about $20 a bottle to get. And uh, it's, it's pretty easy to work with. You can also make it yourself. And this is important because they only sell in the US only. That has to do with shipping restrictions with shipping chemicals. But uh, it's pretty easy to make as well. I do want to say before we go any further with this is that if you're interested in trying any of this yourself at home uh, and if you've never done development before and you've never worked with chemicals please take all the precautions you need to. Um, the recipe on this basically contains household ammonia so the fumes that come off of this are pretty strong so you need to be in a well ventilated area. Uh, it is easy to use but you do need to take precautions. Make sure you're well ventilated, wear protective eyewear, don't wear good clothes and wear gloves because if this stuff does get on your hands um, you know it can start to burn your skin particularly if you're sensitive to that type of thing. So please exercise caution. You can make it yourself. It's pretty easy. The actual recipe that uh, Monobath or that New 55 are using on here, they have published on their blog. And uh, it's a solution that was developed by a guy named Donald Qualls in 2004. And basically what it is, is it's um, Kodak HC 110 concentrate uh, mixed with household ammonia, mixed with Ilford Fixer and a little bit of water. And that's all there is to it. And the whole idea is that what you do is you get a high speed developer or high active developer and it it basically is mixed with a fixer so by the time it's developed it's fixing at the same time and it's it's very interesting it's a very different process um, it's not the perfect process if it were the perfect process it's probably all anybody would see there's not a lot you can do with it we'll talk about that at the end after I show you how to use it a little bit 
it's pretty much you need to shoot the exposure pretty much dead on um, and you develop and that's about all there is. So if you want to extend development time or do any pushing or pulling, you're not going to really be able to do that with this. Um, the other thing you'll see people criticize about Monobath developers a lot is that they're not real versatile. And by that, a lot of these critics imply that they are really designed to go with a specific film. Now, New 55 is not indicated that necessarily. Um, I haven't tried it with anything other than Tri-X, which is what it's designed to do. And so, you know, but it's like anything else in the dark room. You can experiment with it, and it, worst case scenario, it doesn't work. You don't do it again. You don't like your results. Best case scenario, you run into something that is interesting that you can improve on and work with as well. So I think that's interesting or worth noting um, in, in addition to. So anyway, the Monobath developer is very cool. Um, I think what we need to do is go into the dark room, and I'm going to show you what we did with all this, and then we'll look at some images, and then I'll come back at the end and talk about whether I think this is worth buying or not, and if this is for me. So uh, let's go on over, and uh, let me show you how this works. So for my tests here with the R3 Monobath, I decided to go with Tri-X since that is the film that I found that was designed for this developer to go with. And I'm very familiar with Tri-X and my camera of choice on here, I used my Hasselblad. And the Hasselblad I've used a lot. I've developed a lot of film through this camera and I'm very familiar with what I can expect on the results. So I think for me, this was gonna be a, the best point of reference. One thing I wanna to mention too, and I've already said it once, but safety is very important. This stuff is very staunch. When, as soon as you pull the cap off, uh, the ammonia fumes will come out. It does contain household ammonia and it's very strong. And if you're sensitive to that kind of thing, make sure you're well ventilated. Make sure you don't have pets and kids around. I think this goes without saying, but I'm going to say it anyway because you guys need to be safe if you're playing with chemicals. That's the most important thing. Um, so when you get started with this, what you're going to do is you're going to need to bring the solution here up to 80 degrees Fahrenheit. And uh, of course, all my temperatures are Fahrenheit. If you're in Europe and you use Celsius, you'll want to look these up. They're all in the directions in the Monobath developer when you buy it and uh, I need to get this up to 80 so really all I had to do was turn on the hot water I know my hot water is at 120 degrees Fahrenheit so as soon as I have that any small pan then I put my container that I used to hold developer inside of that just keep an eye on the temperature and this is a warming bath it just warms the container and within you know a couple minutes you're at 80 degrees Fahrenheit and you're ready to go now the way this works is unlike traditional film development, you're not going to do any kind of agitation at all. In fact, the directions on here recommend that you simply roll your film up in complete darkness. Everything needs to be done in the dark on this um, when you get your development started and simply place your film into the solution. So this is perfect for people who do four by five sheet film or even eight by 10. Um, if you're doing black and white work on larger formats, this is really, really easy to use because it's just like you would do um, with standard developer to this point. Um, if you are using uh, reels or things like that, you have a couple options. In the dark, you could just put your reel into the solution or you could just pour this in, but you're not going to agitate and that's important to note. Um, if you're gonna pour it in, I would do the traditional one or two taps just to make sure there's no loose air bubbles in there and then just let it sit. And so you're going to let this stand for a total of, of six minutes minimum is what they recommend. Apparently the developer has done its job after the first two minutes and you can turn on the lights, but as, as always, I'd rather not mess with it. I would just rather go through the process and check it at the end. So after six minutes, voila, your film comes out and you're going to need to rinse it. And I was really pretty impressed with this. It worked like magic. I, this was my first time with using a monobath developer and I was very happy with the results. The negatives look great. 
great. As I mentioned, they are pretty high contrast, and we're going to look at the images in a minute. That's not a bad thing. It's just a characteristic look. It's actually quite beautiful to see, but you are going to get a real specific look using Monobath Developer, um, which you can use to your, uh, your, your benefit um, if this is the kind of image you're looking at going for. But that's it. It's really easy. The other thing worth noting, too, is just pour this back in the bottle when you're done because you can reuse it. And that makes it a little more economical because considering each one of these bottles is $20, if you buy it from uh, New 55, you do get a lot of mileage out of it. And what you need to do is just keep an eye on things. And when it's taking more than six minutes to get the job done, if it's taking more than about 10 minutes, it's probably spent and it's time to throw it out and just use Fresh Developer at that point. So anyway, I was very impressed with this. Uh, next step is let's go over and check out some images. Okay, so we are in Adobe Bridge right now and we're taking a look at one of the test rolls that I did. And just to give you some technical parameters around how I set this up, um, very non-scientific test, but I did use a Hasselblad camera and uh, obviously medium format, use Tri-X, uh, processed with the R3 monobath, um, just as using the directions on the box, uh, hung it to dry, cut it and scanned it and here we are so um, I want to note to my scanner I'll link up to some older videos that I did on scanning if you're interested in my process on that um, it's nothing fancy and it hadn't changed and I use an older scanner it's an Epson 4870 it does the job um, I'm sure I could get a better scanner and a faster one and all that but this one does a very nice job I don't do any sharpening or any digital ice or any of that stuff when I'm bringing images in via scanning I like to be able to control all that in Photoshop if I over sharpen when I bring it in I, you know, I can't do anything about it. So I'd rather control all that myself using Lightroom or Photoshop technologies. Also, I will mess with the levels just a little bit so I have a little room to go on the blacks and highlights. I don't want those over crushed when I bring them in. And so I'll, I'll generally kind of keep that in mind. But you can already still see that the blacks are pretty black and pretty crushed just with the look that this developer film combination gives you. But we're shooting some things around the house. I will put a couple of these sample images. I'll link them up in the show notes if you want to see them for yourself. Um, I scan them fairly big. Um, they're about 5,300 pixels wide by 5,300 or so high. So, um, you know, fairly big scan that I did on these. Um, more serious work, I might do an even bigger scan than that. They just take a while. But I'm really pleased with the results. I have this little crystal ball that I was playing with using some projections of the other buildings outside the studio, and we had kind of some cool clouds going on that day. If I were going to do this again, I would probably use at least an orange filter to do things like bring out the sky a little bit in some of these images and darken those blues a little more. Um, but I intentionally did not do that this time around because I want to see just what the developer film combination would do. So I didn't want to change the contrast using a colored filter over the over the lens. So anyway, I'm very happy with it. It's a high contrast, but it's a very beautiful, pleasing look to it. It works really nice on indoor shots and even outdoor shots too, for that matter. Probably, as I mentioned earlier, I would use a filter just to bring out that blue sky a little more. If I go ahead and open one of these in Photoshop, I want to zoom in so you can see the grain on this too, because I think it's beautiful. Um, so here we are at 100%. And if you kind of move around in the image, you can see the grain in here. And I'll blow it up even a little more before it totally starts to pixelate. So this is 200%. And you can see that I've got grain in here. And it, it's very pleasing. It, it looks nice. Um, and it looks like what you would expect out of some of the best of Tri-X and what that has to offer. So, um, you know, the deal is, though, is that the Monobath is kind of a one-trick pony. Now, it is a really great trick that it does, but it does one thing really well. 
Having said that, if you're trying to avoid grain, I wouldn't use this. I'd use a different developer film combination. I'd use a lower speed film and I'd do a stand development or something like that in Rodno. Um, if you want more grain, you want it more pronounced, I'd push and I'd do stuff like that. And R3 is not your developer for that. Um, I'd use something else for that. I'd probably use Triax and maybe Rodnall again or D76 or something like that. So. Even some of the TMAX developer does really well. But you're into back to the old traditional, at least two bath, sometimes three bath process for that. So, you know, it's just a, a comment on that. Um, but it has a really great look to it. Uh, very middle of the road, but but really beautiful and very classic. And if you look at the sample images that are on the Type 55 website, you know, I, it's pretty much what I would expect to get out of it. And I think the images that they have, uh, you know, are, are pretty much representative of what you get on here. It's just your crushed blacks are the name of the game. And I think that it's a really beautiful look. Um, the highlights look gorgeous. And just, you know, if your exposures are correct and you're shooting at box speed on the film, so I shot these at 400 ISO, you're going to get good results. I intentionally on the different rolls, uh, I didn't do any underexposing on this one, but I did do some overexposing. Here's one of the clouds intentionally overexposed. And you can see that it yeah there's no latitude here it just fades out and doesn't work really well um, not pleasing and so I wanted I did a couple exposures like that just to test the latitude and uh, you know and I've, of course these aren't very formal latitude testing you know um, but I'm looking at density measurements or anything like that but you know just going off of my eye and and my own taste and feel I like what I got here I think these look really nice and I would definitely use this again and try to do some more serious work with this because I think it definitely is worth using um, so what I want to talk about is, you know, would I recommend this if you're just getting into film development or that kind of thing? So I'm going to do a quick sponsor shout out and then uh, let's get into that and wrap it up. I want to take a second and give a shout out to our sponsor today, who are the awesome folks over at lynda.com. If you're not familiar with lynda.com, they have one of the most comprehensive video training libraries of tutorials that you're going to find anywhere online. I've been a subscriber to lynda for years and it's an enormously awesome source of information for anything you need to catch up on, whether that's business software, whether it's photography, whether it is video, whether you want to learn how to code. If you want to learn how to do something, Linda probably have you covered. And since we've been talking about darkroom stuff today, come on over, I want to show you this. I found a course in here on Linda on black and white darkroom printing techniques. And this is very cool. We've been talking about monobath in here, but if you're newer to darkroom concepts and you want to learn how to print, they've got an entire course in here um, that is at the intermediate level, which will take you step by step through the whole thing and show you how it's done. If you want, Linda have a deal going on right now just for art of photography viewers where you can get a week access seven days of unlimited access to this website absolutely free and what you want to do is head over to this url which is lynda.com aop that is lynda with a y.com aop that lets lynda know that i sent you and you're going to get seven days unlimited access to the entire website you can get through this course in your seven days and maybe pick a couple other things you want to learn too and if you decide you want to subscribe you can do so after seven days um, and they have a variety of plans uh, that start at about 25 bucks a month and that are a very good deal but go over and start your free trial now and uh, check out Linda. I think you're really going to like it. Once again, that's lynda.com slash AOP. I want to give a special shout out to the folks at Linda and thank them for once again sponsoring another episode of The Art of Photography. So is R3 Monobath something I would recommend to you guys? And I think the short answer to this is yes, it is. And I want to say yes, it is, but I want to give a couple caveats and a couple buts in there. Um, 
the allure of monobath is that it seems like it's this really easy thing that you can use. And yes, it kind of is. It's still a chemical you're working with. You're still going to have to prepare your film, prepare the developer. You're still going to have to take the same precautions. The main advantage is it does cut your development time way down. So, you know, you're going to be at six minutes total in the darkroom developing one roll of film or one sheet of four by five or whatever it is that you're doing. So I think that part of it is excellent. Um, it does have a very specific look to it. I find it very beautiful and very pleasing. I will probably, well, I know I will be working with this as I move forward as well. But one thing I do want to say as well is if you're trying to learn anything that becomes more advanced in the darkroom in terms of using a developer, so if you're trying to do any kind of pushing or pulling, or if you're doing any kind of Ansel Adams-ish zone system stuff where you're trying to bring out shadows and you're shooting at something other than box speed to do that, um, I, it's not going to help you. Uh, it's a very specific developer. It's catered, really designed for Tri-X. And uh, anyway, it's very interesting, but it's just not going to be the most versatile developer in the world. And if you really want to learn and dig into black and white film development, it's just kind of a one-trick pony. That doesn't mean that it's bad, it just is that. Um, the other thing I want to say about it, and this is not a complaint, this is actually a compliment, but I do want to tell you guys that when I first ordered this, now, New 55 are brand new. This is their first production run with anything like this. The first bottle of this that I got in the mail actually had a loose cap on it and the developer had actually spilled into the bag. It was well packaged, but it, there was developer everywhere. And I immediately tweeted them within like, gosh, 10 minutes. I had a tweet back saying, don't worry, the next bottle's on the way. No questions asked. They had a new bottle towards me and it came in, it was shipped express. So it came within two days. And so I'm saying that not as a complaint, but as a high compliment to New 55 that their customer service is that good. I wouldn't hold any of this against them and the reason I say that is because they're a brand new company. This was their first production run. I couldn't tell that there was any damage to the bottle. It is a childproof cap that comes on the bottle and I think it's just a loose connection on there and I think liquid was able to come out on that. And I'm sure that even by now they've probably gotten this worked out because um, I, if, to my knowledge, I was not the only person that had this trouble. I think some other people had as well. But anyway, I do want to note that because I want to note how good their customer service was. So hats off to New 55 for that. Um, and it's a great developer. It's something that I definitely will be using uh, on some projects that are coming up even and I thought it was really cool. It would be fun to experiment with making this, and you could also kind of mess around with different ingredients if that's kind of your thing, different developers and different fixers. And, you know, the first example that I was able to come up with uh, was a thesis that was written by a guy named William Kwan at the Rochester Institute of Technology. Go figure, Rochester in, in New York, where Kodak was for years. And he wrote a thesis on a monobath developer he had developed um, for use with Panatomic X, which is no longer made. But I thought that was really interesting and really, as I said earlier, if you look through the whole history of instant film, you're dealing with monobath developers that did both black and white and color, negative and positive. And I think it's really interesting. So this is good stuff. I highly recommend it to anybody and go check it out. And I'll put links to everything in the show notes. So if you're interested in going to get some for yourself, um, you'll know exactly where to do that and where to find the recipe and all that good stuff. If you've enjoyed this episode, please like it and remember to share it with your friends. And as always, subscribe to The Art of Photography for all the latest and greatest episodes. We do quite a few these days. And I've got some new darkroom stuff that I've been working on that we're going to be working with in the next couple weeks. So subscribe so you'll get all those videos for free delivered to you as they come out. Once again, guys, this has been another episode of The Art of Photography. Thanks for watching. I'll see you guys in the next video. Later.